When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. Much like the Rams after winning the Super Bowl, we outside. <laughs> Gil, you got a luxurious spot, bro. I just want you to know that. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. We're neighbors, but like I said, I don't live in the good part. Like, I got it. The only time they let me through the gate is when we're shooting here. But I know I'm a security guard. I don't live in the good part. <laughs> you, you got the nice gate. Baller. I see the security guards in my run. They always show me love, but they never let me in unless I'm with Gil. One place we're not going to be outside is uh, All-Star Weekend in Cleveland. Ooh. I think it's going to be a high of 36 degrees. I don't even want to tell you what the low is going to be. But, uh, you know, everyone out there, we will be at the Brewdog Brewery Friday at 11 a.m. taping. And uh, no weirdos, please, because as you know, <laughs> Gil packs that thing. And you get around, you will get clapped, okay? Coming through. But let's get to business, man. So we did a show before the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about some things. Saw the trade de- deadline come and go. Had some, some moves made, some surprising ones. The blockbuster deal, obviously, that everybody's talking about. The Simmons and Sixers saga is over. Daryl Morey finally pulled the trigger. Mm-hmm. Traded Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, two first-round picks to the Nets for Harden and Millsap. Now, you, know, you were not a fan of this trade to begin with, but when, when you see that go down, what are your thoughts now after seeing it? I mean, you know, for, for Nets to get back so much was... I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, you know, I, was, sure. I, was just, I just, just thought it was going to be... Man for man, but the fact that they got back a shooter, back a defensive player, and a playmaker who can play all five positions on defense, I think it kind of like helped. It, it it really helped the Nets. I mean, you know, it's all of their all of their weaknesses have, have just been covered with this trade. So you you weren't a big fan of breaking up the Harden, KD, Kyrie, big three. Mm-hmm. You know, you said that. If KD or Kyrie's out, Harden would be that third kind of insurance guy mm-hmm. to go out there and get buckets. You're Daryl Morey. We did some role playing last time, but now <laughs> we're going to switch it. You're Daryl Morey. Why would you make that deal, and do you feel like the Sixers got better than the Nets with that trade? You know, I, I think he, he was so focused on getting back James Harden because of the success they've had, but um, I don't think he really thought the trade through you know, because Harden's not going to play. He hasn't signed his extension. So you got rid of, you know, Seth. You know, you wasn't using Ben anyway, but you got rid of Drummond. Like, so you lose pieces before your piece that you're you're getting back is actually valuable to you. So I, I think he gave up way too much um, to, make, to make the deal happen, especially if you don't know if James Harden is going to sign back next year. And I don't think it, I can't even say it made them better than what they were. Uh, because, you know, now the floor shrinks a little bit more. Um, you have Danny, Danny Green, um, who's still there. You know, the guy who played 30-something minutes and had zero, 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 and zero. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know how you do that. But, you know, the fact that they still have him, you know, um, a, as a actual starter, it kind of, like, shrinks that court. Um, nothing against him, but it just shrinks the court because you don't have Seth you know, to, to open that floor up. So I don't know if it really makes them better. It doesn't make them better than the Nets, for sure. Um, I don't know how you trade in the same division. You trade them to an East Coast team. I mean, because you have to see that man to get to wherever you're going to go. And I don't think you're going to beat the Nets anytime soon with the team you have now. So Ben Simmons been chilling at the crib, chilling his island all season. How long do you think it's going to take for Ben to ramp up, get back into shape. He was dealing with some mental health stuff. I think people were kind of bashing him, saying, oh, you're better now. But for anybody who's worked in a toxic work environment where you don't want to show up to the job, getting traded to a new job would w- instantly alleviate that. Okay, okay. I mean, you know, since, it's, since the trade has happened, I mean, let's, let's, let's 
pretend that he didn't have any mental issues and he just <laughs> used that so you didn't get fined the whole time. Okay. That's all that was, you know, so he doesn't get fined the whole time. He used the mental issues to stop that bleeding, you know, in his paycheck. Um, <laughs> he's been working out two, three times a day. But, you know, what he does, drive, passing, defense, you don't really, it's not like he's Klay Thompson or Kyrie and he needs to really get a feel for the offensive side. He can just play defense, play, make, rebound, and get easy dunks and, 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 and start, that, start the season off and, and um, be ready to play. So there have been reports, you know, before this trade happened, everybody was kind of like, oh, it's not going to, you know, some people, shout out to Brian Windhurst, who was, who, who was adamant in saying that the deal was going to go and it was a lot further along. A lot of people didn't believe it was going to happen. Now we discovered there was kind of a rift going on in the Nets locker room between Harden and, and Kyrie. Nets have lost 11 straight games as of this taping. Kyrie has been pretty adamant that he's going to keep staying on the same trajectory, only playing road games. So do you understand why Harden kind of was ready to get out of there and, and start something new? Man, we, you know, and I don't know what their rift was about. Um, who knows? You know, they... You know, they never really come out and say what the real problem was. But, you know, if you have a player in the locker room who don't want to be there, then you you have to make that trade. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure whatever it was didn't really have nothing to do with, you know, Kyrie and Harden. I think Harden just wanted to go back with somebody he trusted. You know, um, you know when shit gets hard, you know, you, you want to be with someone you, who's going to have your back. Um, so, you know, I can see why Harden wanted out and wanted to, you know, hook back up with, you know, the person he thinks, you know, you know, is there for him. You know, and let's be honest, you know, Harden was basically taking the back seat to KD and Kyrie. You know, no matter what he was doing, it was always KD and, and, and Kyrie as that, that, that second headline. So, um, you know, he gets to be back in front, you know, where he's used to being. So Nets are eighth in the East right now as of this tape. And again, I said they lost 11 straight. Do you feel like this trade will now bolster them and get them back on top? And where do you see them kind of finishing out the season in the East? Um, right now, um, I, I think it really it really helps them because you know defensively it helps them. You know they you know with with um, Seth you know that's more that's more outside shooting than yeah. you have um, that nobody can you know stop. I mean you have Patty, you still got all everyone still, and you just yeah. added more shooting and more you know more defense, intangible big. So you know if they can get into that four or five, you know area they'd be fine um most likely six they played whoever's third um whoop on them you know <laughs> and keep it pushing so let's get back to the sixers obviously uh it was known that simmons and joel and b weren't rocking with each other after the trade went down Embiid kind of stole the show dropped the legendary meme of the dude at one of his biggest haters funerals just to make sure he was dead Embiid just said he liked the photo we obviously kind of know what it is but what do you see now from that Harden and Embiid pairing, and where do you feel like the Sixers' ceiling is for this season? I mean, always, you know, when you have a shooting guard that can score the way he does and a, a big man that can play the way he does, I mean, you're going to always compare to Kobe and Shaq. Um, but they're not Kobe and Shaq. No. You know, let's just be honest. <laughs> um, so, you know, they're going to be a great duel. You know, no one's questioning them to. The question is, do you have enough pieces um, do you have enough pieces to actually get over the hump? Um, you know, first round exit, you might make it to the second round, but you're not going to go no further than that. Um, and that, that, that meme might bite his ass right back, you know, if he gets put out before Ben Simmons. So that, that, that meme could get put right back on him. So, you know, but I don't think Ben's that petty. You know, I would. You know, I'm, I'm not mean, petty. You know, I, mean, I don't think Ben is, but, you know. <laughs> you know, soon as soon as game six, I'll be at the game where he's exiting and just be, sit there in the same suit. Yeah, see, I, I was going to say. That's the type of person I am. If they see each other in the playoffs and the, uh, the I, Nets put the Sixers out, if I'm Ben, I'm showing up sh to that I'm game. I'm showing up in that suit. In that suit. In that suit. I might save it for after the game. I'm not going to show up pregame. You know, so it's, 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 it's all fun and games until you're on the other side of that meme, you know, let's be honest. Yeah. Well, that's the problem, too, is somebody who, who dibbles and dabbles in memes and trolling. Like, you never want to put yourself out there and get burned because I can just see it right when it happened. Like, it's too early in the season for all this shit, dog. And if anything changes or happens, obviously there's a lot of games left to be played. But if that shit turns, then you're going to get roasted in ether. But for the moment being, he really had to get that engagement. I think it did like 100,000 retweets, 400,000 likes. So. Yeah, of course, you know, of course, Embiid has that personality where, you know, he's going to, yeah. you know, he's going to spitball at everybody. Um, 
But, you know, it's just one of those things when you, <laughs> it's going to come back. You know, your team ain't that good. Your team ain't that good. I mean, you're playing like a hell of a player right now. I mean, you're, you know, MVP talks, you know, best big man in the game right now. So, you know, you as a player is doing what you're going to be doing. But, you know, if you get put out in the, sec the first round, second round, it really don't even matter. So can Embiid dominate in the postseason like he's doing now with this squad and this roster that he's got in place? I mean, you know, 30 and 12, yeah. But you're going to need way more. You're going to need way more than that to get, you know, to get past the first round, second round. You know, you're going to need James Harden healthy and you're going to need the, that Florida spread. And right now you don't have none of that. You know, so, you know, um, if they can, I mean, you know, playoffs, it's all matchups anyway. So depending on who they match up with, you know, but right now, you know, the way it's shaking out, they probably won't get past first round. All right, so let's look at the, the rest of the East. Obviously, the Bucks added Serge Ibaka, strengthened their team. When that deal happened before the Simmons-Harden trade, everybody's like, oh, Bucks about to repeat. Everybody probably but yourself. <laughs> you know, uh, still got the Heat, who are top of the Eastern Conference. Obviously, the Celtics added Derek White, Jason Tatum's light-skinned brethren. Mm -hmm. And you can't forget about the Bulls, who are banned some injuries right now, but should be able to make a, a push later in the season. So when you look at the East as it stands right now, who is your favorite to come out and get you to know, the You know, right now, I got I to gotta give it up to the Bulls. Okay. Um... The Rosens has been playing phenomenal. Um, the fact that you've had so many injuries to key players and you're still second, you know, in the East, like, shows us that you guys have a real legit team. You know, you lost Ball, you lost Caruso. I mean, Levine went down a little bit, right? Um, so the fact that you're still there at the top, like, shows that when everyone gets back, you guys are going to be, you know, hard to, you know, hard to handle. Um, got to throw the nets at the top. Okay. You know, no matter where they are. Um, you got to give Bucks the credit. Um, I don't know if I'm sold on Miami um, for playoffs. You know, um, I don't know if I'm sold with them. They're, just, they're like, you know, Cleveland right now. You're, you're, you're playing good. You know, you're playing good. You're playing well. Um, I can't count on you for the playoffs. You know, there's, you know, you, you haven't shown any dominance you know, you're just winning games right now. That's, you know, that's, you know, that's a big difference. The playoffs is a whole diff different beast versus regular season. So, you know, you're kind of looking for who has stars, who have dominant stars, who have half-court players, you know. Um, you know, but Jimmy Butler does have that team playing well, him and Kyle Lowry. So, you know, they could, you know, scare some people in, you know, they could scare some people in the playoffs. But, you know, I'm going to stick with the Bulls, Nets, and Bucks. I hope Jimmy's not watching this because I know he's going to I just gave him some credit. You did, but you said that the Heat weren't, you know, the Heat weren't legit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. If You know, because gotta, I got to think about, you know, Jimmy is an alpha and he does have people playing at a, a level that they're really not at. Yeah. You know, so, you know, you have to give them that credit. So whoever they match up with, depending on the matchup, you know, they could be second round. I mean, you got a guy like Kyle Lowry, too, who's mm -hmm. won a championship. Jimmy obviously took that Heat squad to the finals mm -hmm. uh, in the bubble. You think Spo coaching, who, you know, for my money, is one of the best coaches in the game year in and year out that that squad can't stay atop the East right now? No, they probably can't. I mean, it's one of those teams that's, you know, you don't want to play them. You don't want to play them in the playoffs, and, you know, they don't want to play against any true, true stars in the playoff. You know, be, you know, some, you know, some players who can just change the game. You don't, they don't want to play Nets first round. They don't want to play Bucks first round. Yeah. You know, so it's, 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 it's one of those teams that, you know, you don't want to play certain teams first round. So who's a team in the East that we're not really talking about right now? that you feel like, you know, is it the Celtics? I want to say the Knicks, because obviously Knicks fans know that shit is come on. high garbage, but we got to talk about it. We don't have to talk about oh, the we Knicks. Don't. Let's I, I mean, I mean it's the Knicks. I mean, it's, come on. Huh. So Celtics squad, obviously bringing in Derek White, do you think that they have a legitimate chance of doing anything, or should they just get ready for Cancun? Come on. Cancun, baby. Okay. I mean, that, it's, they're, not, they're not a contender. You know, they're not a contender. Um, New York's not, I mean... Are they even in the playoff hunt? I mean, that's pretty they still got to worry about their fans. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's what I said. That's, that's their playoff battle. Your fans is the playoff battle. Um, no, I don't, you know, Washington, you know, got hurt. Everyone got hurt. They traded key players. Um, nah. And would you be surprised if the Bucks, after you can never, you know, Giannis showed us a lot last postseason. Would you be surprised if this Buck squad was able to go back to the final? Hell yeah, I'd be surprised. What? Yes, I'd be surprised. Okay. Crazy. All right. Are you crazy? 
You setting yourself up like, I'll be, no, you no, setting no, yourself no, up no, like no, you're no, being no, dumb no, no, if, no. for them to play I'll, this clip. I'll, I'll be surprised because it's like Toronto's championship. I just, even though people forget sometimes they actually won a championship. Yeah. I mean, it's just like that. You there's a lot of things that happened that 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 got that. It's not like they actually went out and beat some teams that they were healthy. You know, they beat all injured teams. So you know, to see them make it back will be surprised to me. I'm not gonna lie. All right, so let's move it out to the West Coast. Now, Lakers fans, LeBron fans, hoping that some move would be made, waiting for this moment. The memes were flying. Yes, I was waiting too. Lakers were chilling his island. Palenka, I believe, was, was at Disneyland or somewhere while the trade deadline was going on. The Rockets were willing to trade John Wall for Russ. For Russ? But they wanted a first-round oh, pick, Oh, I thought too. they was trading it for Vogel. <laughs> my, my, you said Russ? Oh, okay. oh, dang. I'm not a fan of it. No, Ru look, yeah. Russ has struggled, but I'm a UCLA guy, so I'm going to ride with Russ just like you ride with your Arizona guys. Yeah, I, th I thought that was. I thought it was a trade for Vogel. I was like, why, why did they do that? You know. <laughs> but uh, that that would have been a hard trade to make. You know, you got John Wall. You you see him on Instagram working out. You know, that's my guy. You see him working out. You know, he's putting in work. But you know, the, if you make that trade and he's not healthy and he's not one hundred percent ready to play right now to make an impact, it's kind of hard to make that move. I, you know, I don't know if they brung him out to work him out to see where he was physically yeah. or, you know, if he was in shape or not. So I'm assuming, you know, that they didn't because, you know, I don't even think they were making any plans to trade Russ. I mean, that's just a hard player to trade. What are you going to get back for? Like, I mean, we're still talking about a Bugatti athlete. We're still talking about, you know, he's getting, you know, this treatment averaging, but... 17, 8, and 7. You know, shooting 47% from the field. So, and that's that's a bad year. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, just, it's just it, to me, it's not, it's not the car. You're, it's not the car. The car is the car. Right now, you have it in traffic. Until you really understand how to use your pieces and no matter who you're going to bring in, they're going to struggle. If you don't know how to use your pieces, they're going to struggle. You're like a cook that do not know how to cook all your meals. Like, I, you, you can sit there and say, well, I'm the coach. I know what I'm talking about. I won a championship. I, but did you? Did you? Did you? <laughs> did you? You played against, you played, you played against Miami. They, you played against Miami. They didn't really have anybody. Right? This should have been 4-0. Um, but right now, like, I'm looking at lineups, and I just, and I'm sitting here like, I, I'm sur like I'm surprised the coaching staff ain't walked out. Because I, I mean, because because at this point, if I'm if I'm one of the assistant coaches, like my job's on the line. So there's gonna be shit like, oh, oh hold on, no, we're not subbing. Sit back. So no, 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 no. You go in. I'm not gonna let you sub him. Like you have lineups in that just does not make sense. Like one plus one equals two. Okay. One minus zero, it's one. Right. So if you have a score versus a score, right? That's, if you have a score versus a defender player, that defender loses. So when you have Bradley guarding someone who's gonna take 20 shots a game, you lose that matchup. Now you have four more matchups to try to win. You're gonna win most likely your LeBron matchup. You're gonna win your AD matchup. Now you're looking at the three and the five, I mean, or the two and the five, right? So depending on, who, who you have out there, depending on you, who, who has to make up that, that matchup problem. So when you have, what's the shooter name? Reeves? Austin Reeves. Yeah, I don't know if he's out there for defense or offense. I mean, the fact that, you know, you're playing 30-something minutes, only taking five shots, you're useless. You're useless. I don't need a guy who's going to be out there taking only five shots. Like, you're not putting no pressure on your man. So in reality, if you're gonna only take five shots this game, why am I actually guarding you? Why am I really? Why am I guarding you? You're, it's not like you're putting him in plays like he's Duncan Robinson or Cal Corver back in the day. He's this guy's just gonna be in the corner. Avery Bradley's just gonna be in the corner. They're plants. They're atmosphere at this point. <laughs> 
They're, they're really, they're atmosphere. That's how you're like, you're, they're atmosphere. One's gonna be red here, one's gonna be in the high. And I'm just gonna sit there and watch. If you pass it, I'll close out. They're gonna pass it back and we're gonna do the same little game. But, but because you're not putting these players in the, in the offense, they're, they're technically useless. So you might as well pay THT, put him in the game, let him be wild, let him take 15. Because you gotta remember, if I'm playing, remember, I'm taking 20 shots. You're not making me work at all on offense, when you're on offense. So I get the rest on offense, and then you play a, de against, a defense against me, and I'm coming at you 24-7. So even if you have a great, great defensive night, I scored 19-20. You scored four, 10. Someone still has to make up those points. That's the problem. You have too many defensive players, and you're not actually playing defense. And you can see those offensive players, they're running at, they're running at your so-called defense. They go at it, they go at it, they go at Trevor Reza, and they go at Reeves. They go at both your, they go at Bradley, they go at all the people you, because they have so much energy. <laughs> you want to stop an offensive player, put another offensive player out there. They cancel each other because one, that offense, you score on me, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I'm going to put pressure back on you. If you look at Devin Booker uh, in the playoffs last year, he was going at Middleton when, or he was going at uh, whoever. And then when they put Middleton on him, now him and Middleton, now there we go. Now Booker's getting a little tired because now he got to guard somebody who's trying to score 20 also. You know, that's how you're supposed to play. That's why you have a defensive lineup and every team you're playing has an offensive lineup. They don't need to play defense because you got players who can't score any goddamn way. You got three players on the court all times who can't score. I don't need to play defense. I feel like you sound like a broke record. You've been saying this. Saying it in ways should change, and it's, you see the same lineup. I just be like, if I was playing against him, it'd be one four flat the whole time. The same thing, Patrick. You, this is how you know other teams are so confident. Lakers score. Um, who come? Reggie Jackson. No timeout. I'm gonna skip my loot down the lane. What's happening? And then go go at him. Why am I gonna call a timeout so you can sub him out and put somebody else? No, 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 no. You have him in the game, I'm going to lay up finish. Easy, and, rather easy. You know what I mean? And that's, that's the lineup you have out there. You have, you have guys who, there was one lineup, you had three, three players who averaged a total of 15 points together. How are you supposed to win the game? Don't get it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So Lakers ninth in the West right now. Mm. Talking about trying to make some moves in the bio market. Schroeder's been a name. That's come up. Do you think this squad still has enough to contend for a title, or should LeBron just be getting ready for next season? But this is it. You have everything that you need to defend for a okay. title. You have three stars. You have or to, to, to compete. You know, they, they, yeah, to compete for a title, not defend. You, Obviously, the Bucks the, got it last year. I mean, no, no, I mean, the, the, the compete for a title. You have all your pieces. You have mega stars that can take over game, that can impact refs. You, you have agility. You have shooters. You just need to know how to put them with each other so they know how to move correctly. That's like, it, it, you have to have played basketball at any level <laughs> to know when you play pickup, no matter if that guy is the best player, you play well with someone. Like, yo, yeah, now I know I want him. Me and him play well together. We just know how to read each other. We know how, it, it just becomes easier. That's the same with any team. You know, coach has his lineups, but the players have their lineups too. So, you know, you, you got to start trying to figure out and really look at, stop looking at the stat sheet. Look at who plays well together and off of each other. You know, like if I'm Russell, I want, I want THT or Monk with me all times. I don't want Bradley. They're, they're going to leave you. I don't want, I don't, they're not going to guard you. I don't want you. You know what I mean? I'm going to want Monk because Monk's going to score. Um, THT's going to score. I want Melo. I don't want Ariza with me, because I know when I drive, those two players, mans ain't guarding me. They're not gonna be sitting in the lane looking at me because those guys want the ball also. So if my guy just shot three shots in a row, I'm not, I'm not helping. 
So one person obviously got to be frustrated is LeBron. You know, past Kareem for most total points in regular season and postseason. It's the same thing with Steph, though. He'd set the record for most threes in regular season and postseason. Nobody seemed to give a shit. LeBron's on pace to pass Kareem for, you know, the regular season record some point next year. But some Lakers fans uh, have taken a problem with him. Uh, there was videos of LeBron dancing at the Super Bowl, uh, and everybody's complaining, well, you're in ninth place. You're not allowed to have fun. You should be at home just, what, crying or, you know, sticking to yourself or whatever. But do you feel like, you know, as LeBron now, year 19, kind of the twilight of his career, this narrative that he's just there to, to break the record and he's not serious about winning anymore is real, or is this manufactured? You got to remember, you're going to always have critics that, you know, that nitpick at your greatness, um, no matter what sport you're in. Um, that's why you're the greatest. No. Um, because you have nitpick, you have nitpickers and, you know, you take it personal and you, you, you evolve. Um, I, I don't understand, you know, like, it's two hours out of his day to go watch a football game just like you were. Like, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, so, you know... If you have a nine to five, you done work nine to five. Yeah. You know, six to eight, you do what the hell you want to do. Yeah. You know, so if he went to the gym before and then went to the gym after, why do you why do you care? You just That's true. I mean, you know, he can't celebrate just like the rest of Los Angeles, just because this team is a ninth. That's what I said. It's just it's just people who are just bitter. You know, I'm pretty sure that same person was celebrating when they won the championship. So, you know, you can't really depend on him. He just wants to celebrate again. It's crazy, too, because, you know, in my mind, there's a lot of mediocre people at work. To your point, they're mediocre at their 9 to 5. But as soon as happy hour hits, they're going to be right there, turned up. Turned up. Maybe not show up at work, give their <laughs> best effort. But LeBron's playing at a, you know, for a year 19, I think, I don't think we've ever seen anything like this yeah, he's, at his he's, stage. He's playing harder than you you would like him to play, yeah. you know, at this point. You, you would have thought that, you know, with enough pieces around him that, you know, he can, you know, take some games off. He didn't have to go out there trying to score 28 a game. No. You know, you don't want LeBron trying to score 20 a game, but, you know, he's trying his hardest to keep this team above water until it just clicks. So, so how? I mean, it's wild to me that he's playing at this high level, but the team is not showing it in the win-loss column. And it's almost like he's wasting this energy now. So how much higher do you think he can play? How much longer do you think he can play at this level? And is it something that he can sustain through a whole postseason? You know, it, it's, it's... At this point, it's like, I don't even know why we're questioning you know what he can do. You know, that's, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. At the I'm end a LeBron guy, we, but at some point, we we've been we all say, get old. They, they've been saying that since 2013. I know. That's you know true. what I mean. So at this point, we just gonna, you know, we're not even gonna just question. We just gonna when he gets out there, we just gonna be like, ah, yeah, he's he's still going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, okay, he's slowing down a little bit this year. We instead of just asking that question or like, does he have it still? In, like, obviously he does, and it doesn't look like he's he's slowing down. Um, he's getting smarter and wiser. Um, I think that, you know, that as teammates, you need to really look in the mirror. You know, you really do need to look in the mirror and say, we're shortening this man's career. We're shortening our chances to winning more championships because if he has to do this to keep us above water, that means we're not really doing our job. And I think sometimes players get scared when they're around great players. They're scared to be themselves. You know, um, you know, you have open shots and they're scared. You know, what is LeBron going to think? He's going to say thank you if you make that shit. Yeah. You know, if you're making your shots and you're working on your game and you're trying to be who you are to help relieve some of that, that pressure, he's going to be grateful. But, you know, just like any star player, they don't have room for failure. You know, so if you're out there, you know, going through the motions around, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to keep moving without you. You know, that's that mentality. So right now, that mentality right now is, I'm just going to keep moving. Y'all just please catch up. Just catch up. And that's, you know, I just, I don't think the, the young players understand. Yo, go out there and do you. He will adjust. He will, he will adjust to what you can do. That's what has, that's how he's lasted this long. Oh. Like, I played against Mo Williams and Booby Gibson and, and Delonte West when LeBron was young and LeBron's averaging 30, they were just as deadly. Like, I'm getting 18, 17 points in the fourth quarter put on me because of, you know, I'm sitting here focusing on LeBron, and my man's just sitting there just giving me daggers up and down that court. So, you know, yeah, LeBron was a problem, but everybody else was a problem too. You know what I mean? Those, those guys got to go in there and just play. Just play your game. You know, he picked you, he put you on his team for a reason. Yeah. Go out there and do you, and then he will adjust to you.
All right, that's enough Lakers talk. Let's talk about that team in the Bay. Klay Thompson, they're looking solid. Month of February, Black History Month. He decided to do it for the light skin. <laughs> 23 and a half a game. They close to five rebounds, four assists, but shooting like 51% from three, 51% from the field. When you look at Clay and what he's been able to do, you know, how impressed are you by the ability for him to, to miss two seasons and come back busting ass like this? It's Clay Thompson, though. You know what I mean? It like, is, you, but, you, but you're talking you're talking about Clay. Clay is like probably one of the the most confident players, you know, in 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 history. So, um, I don't think anyone ever questioned the mentality of Clay coming back. Yeah. You know, they just wanted to see Clay come back, see if he's healthy. You know, right now he's proven all of that. Um, you know, first game got a dunk. <laughs> you know, first game got a dunk. So up from there, it was all up, uphill from from Clay. Once he got his rhythm down, his shot down, then it's going to be lights out. And you know, that's what he's doing. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to have a 50-pointer this year. That's just him. That's okay. how he shoots. That's his confidence. You know, there's no, there's no shot that's, that's, that Clay thinks is bad. And, you know, when you have, you know, someone like that just happy to be back playing again, he's, he's more dangerous than he was before. Put 33 on the Lakers' head on Saturday. You know, when you look at this Warrior squad, obviously they've been maintaining without Draymond. Draymond comes back. Are they your favorite in the West? Suns is still my favorite, okay. you know, because, you know, that loss last year, I know that that really that really got under their skin. So, you know, this one is a personal one for them. So I don't, I don't see them, you know, slowing down anytime soon. But, you know, that, that San Francisco team, and that's it's so hard to call it the San Francisco team. Yeah. You know, you just you know what the Bay Area team. We just gonna just that's what we just say Bay. No, we just gonna we love Oakland. You know, it's, you know. it's Oakland, but you're just gonna say Bay, but on closer to the Oakland side of the Bay. Um, that team is just you know we know what they are. We know who they are. You know we know what they're capable of. So you know they're gonna be that that favorite anyway going into the playoffs because of you know you know who they are and what they can do and. Um, you don't want to match up with them at any at any stage. Um, I can't wait to see it. I mean, I wanted to see the Lakers, but you know, Golden State versus you know, Suns is going to be a hell of a matchup if those two can you know get there. You know, that's going to be a it's going to be a grinded out matchup. You're going to see slow basketball and fast basketball. You're going to see you know stars trying to will their 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 game. They're going to just. You, it, it, it's going to be beautiful they can make it to the playoffs, both of them. I mean, make it to the finals, the Western Conference. And Clay's looked amazing so far. Do you see any type of hiccups coming on down as the rest of the season goes on, or do you just expect him to, to keep playing at this high level? You know, as long as Clay stay healthy, you know, um, I, don't, I don't see him slow. I just see him getting better. You know, he's like fine wine. You know, he's just going to get better with time. You know, the more he gets, the more he hits shots, the more confident he's going to get. Um, the I mean, it's, that's what I said, it's Clay, it's shooters, you know. Right now he's shooting 51%. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty phenomenal. You know, yeah. month of February, I think he's, he's come on strong for Black History Month and really, you know, help elevate us. <laughs> you know, they, they're not going to teach it in class because of Chris Gore's theory. They, gonna, they might not teach it, but we're still going to talk about it. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. And, uh, you know, that's what I say, with this Warrior Squad, no Draymond, are you impressed how they've been playing Without Draymond, obviously yeah. won a tough one against the Lakers on Saturday. LeBron missed a free throw late in the game that, that could have swayed the balance, but. Yeah, I mean, you know, they got great role players. I mean, you still got Wiseman, you know, who still has to come back, get his rhythm, and that's just going to be another addition. Um, I mean, they're, they're, they're a very, very great basketball team, and, you know, I don't see why they couldn't make it to the championship and, and, and possibly win it. You know, okay. just, you know, luck, shots, and, you know, who stays healthy in the postseason. Yeah, it seems like every time the Warriors struggle, kind of everything turns to Steve Kerr. I know he's an Arizona guy. I know you've been very critical on Vogel. What have you been thinking about this Curry's coaching style this year 
and how the Warriors have been looking. But see, that's, see, that's why I, uh, that's how I judge coaches too. You know, if you're maximizing the talent around, you know, in, in, that, in that locker room, um, you see Clay's came back. You know, the, the ball finds him, gets him in rhythm as fast as possible. You know, they're not trying to baby baby him to come back. They're they put him in, and he's you know working like like clockwork. All right, man, that's enough Warriors talk. I know Warriors fans watching this, trying to hate, trying to find something to nitpick on. But let's talk about the team that, that you like, the Suns. Do you really think, legitimately, obviously CP3 doing his thing. They got D-Book, Aiden. They got a nice squad. Mm -hmm. But is this Suns squad legit? And are they really going to be able to come out the West? I want to say no because, you know, you know, Laker fans, we still, you know, we still believe in our team. Um, They're making it hard, though. But they, yeah. they, he's, making it, he's making it hard, yes. Now, when you say he, I know you're not talking about LeBron. You're talking about Vogel. Of course. And let's get back to the Lakers real, real quick. So reports, I think they had like 18th practice of the season so far, which was more than they had last year. But Vogel made every player on the team stay and make 25 free throws. Now, I know that was a thing we used to do in college and high school. <laughs> but from your NBA expertise, professional perspective, have you seen something like that? Hell no. What is this like the shootathon where you get like a dollar per free throw? Like I don't. What is this like? Hey, if my son just did that, he had to do a hundred though. I used to lie on that. Hey, yeah, I remember yeah. one time I was getting in people's pockets. I made like ninety-two out of a hundred. Like, what, what is that supposed? Because you miss free throws in a game, you really think that you need to practice free in twenty-five at that? Like, what? This is that's mediocre shit. Like, if you're gonna really like like if free throws is a big thing, make the mother sit there do five hundred. That's gonna take about two hours. Five, everybody do 500 free throws. Like, really do some, 25? 25? Like, what the fuck is this? Like, what is 25 gonna do? That's not even a rep. That's not even a rep for no one. Make them do 500 free throws each. Like, be a coach. What? You know what? You know what? I, I just thought about it. He did play Division Three, right? Mediocre. I get it. It's mediocre basketball. So 25 is probably a lot for them, you know. But this is the, this is the NBA. These are pros. Where are they going? They're not going anywhere. They're gonna go home and sit on the couch. We're gonna do 500 free throws each. Let's go. Repetition. Let's go. I want your mind to wonder why you're sitting there. I want your 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 arm to hurt. Why you're sitting? There. I want you to be tired. I I want that to be part of it because obviously it's not the shot. It's the the mental part of the game, that something's going on in the crowd. Where, like, I missed free throws in the big playoff game. Don't know why I missed them. Missed them. I sat back after the game, shot a 1,000. And that whole, that whole summer, 500 free throws every practice. Where'd you, where did you shoot those 1,000 free throws at? In the gym. On that, on that floor. Okay. Right after the game? Right after the game. See, I was going to ask you where, where you stood on that, because I see guys do that all the time. My thing's always like, do that shit before the game. But, you I do, but, but as after. I said, you got to do it before, you got to do it after. Like, you got to, you know, like, but when you're doing reps of, like, 500, you're, like, it's a mind game with yourself. It's, it's here, you know, damn, I missed three in a row. I got to make, now you're counting. I made 25 in a row, 30 in a row. Now you're trying to, you're beating yourself, right? 25, you're just out there just trying to get the fuck out of there. When, you, when you're talking about, like, numbers, 500, your arm's sore, you missed four in a row, you made 100 in a row, you made, like, that's when, oh, man, I'm only on 200, I need to really lock in. Like, you know, why am I still here? Your brain just starts going in, and then eventually you just lock in. And that's what you're missing when you do reps of 25 and 50. Like, that's, that's baby basketball, man. That's baby basketball. You're, you're an NBA coach, bro. I think you and, you and Vogel got to run the fade. No, they didn't even run a fade. Just run a, run a. <laughs> but you know what? At this point, at this point, at this point, I'm just gonna say this. You know what? On offense, we're just gonna do this, Vogel. Just, we're just gonna play one-on-one -on -one basketball. LeBron one for flat. Okay, the next That's AD it. one for flat. Like, I, you know it. what? At this point, I don't care about the rest of. Just, we're just gonna do one for flat all 87 possessions. And then I'm pretty sure we'll have a better chance winning that game than the shit we're doing right now. It's like that Valentine's meme that came from the Fubo account. <laughs> I, I love you as much as Gil love running one for flat. flat. I mean, it's simple offense. You can't guard it. You can't guard it. If you got the right one <laughs> running that. Just come on, LeBron. Just do what you do. AD, do what you do. Because at this point, it's just like it just it's, it's a mockery at this point. Like you're like free throws. Is that what you really? Free throws. That's is that what we really like? Oh, free throws. So let's let's 25? hit the five. 
Back to the Suns real quick. Done. What I'm saying, when I say done, as long as I just been talking about that, whoever had to do 25, they just been finished. That's how quick 25 free throws are. I'm trying to understand, like, why that's even a report. Like, so what? You know, like, why isn't it not 26? Like, yeah. shoot 30. Shoot 32 for magic. And as I said, it's like, shoot until you're tired. Shoot until you think you got better. Hey. Or, you know, or why even tell guys I need to shoot? Just, you know what to do. But. I would be offended. Like, I would have been, been offended as a player. 25, for what? You shoot 25 free throws. 25, like, you think that's my work ethic? 25? Like, like, no, you shoot 25. Okay. I'll come back and shoot my 200 like I do every night. That's what I'm saying. It's like, like 25 is not enough. It's not enough to do nothing. That's like one chicken wing. <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> I'm going to have one. But, but back to the Suns real quick. Obviously, Monty Williams, some would say, got snubbed last year for Coach of the Year. Do you think he's a clear-cut favorite to win Coach of the Year this season for what he's doing with the squad? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, the fact that they did screw him last year, I think that he's shown that, you know, he's, you know, he's, um, he is legit. All right, so I know you're a betting man. Mm -hmm. You told me sons before, but let's put some bread on it. If you had to put $1,000 on who's coming out of the West. $1,000? That's a lot of money. Oh, man, you got, you got That's a lot of money for me. Man. How about 100000 I ain't got but, it. Because I, I ain't got it. Not, Give me a hundred thousand. So you decide. got a hundred. So okay. we we betting with your money. You putting a hundred k. Who's coming out of the West right oh, now? Oh shit! Cause you said the Suns before, but that was for no bread. Yeah, I need to know. It's easy to say when there's no bread. When, when there's no bread be... involved. Oh man. Hundred grand. Can't bet against LeBron, but you do have Kryptonite over there. Vogel. Um. Oh, see the Golden State of Suns. Ah. <laughs> I like how you just snuck that Vogel and Kryptonite. <laughs> Kryptonite and the Crypto.com. Yeah, you like that, huh? Yes. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the Suns. Okay. I, I think them getting beat the way they did last year. I think they really have. That edge about them, you know, going into the season, going into the playoffs. So, you know, if I had to place a bet, I'm going to place it on them, um, and then just pray. And now, would you put that same hundred K on the Suns winning a championship this year? Look, you know what? I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not mattress Mac. You know, when I get my bread, I'm winning. I'm out. You know, okay. I'm not going to double down. Okay. Um, you know, if if the Nets, if the Nets are in the playoffs. And then that championship, you know, that's going to be a hard, that's going to be a hard matchup, you know, for the Suns. But, you know, getting out of the West, I think, you know, Suns is disciplined enough, you know, to, to get out of the West. So, you know, I, I, I like my safe bet with 100000 with them. Okay, for sure. I'm rolling with that. All right, now let's shift to the main event. We got All-Star Weekend coming up. As y'all know, we'll be at the Brewdog Brewery in Cleveland. Brewdog <laughs> Freezing our cheeks off. I can't even say it. The Brewdog Brewery. The Brewdog Brewery. That's too many B's for me. I grew up in a different part of L.A. We don't, you know, we would call it Crew, crew Dog Brewery. But shout out to Dre and Snoop and everybody who performed the Super Bowl. You guys know. And let's start Super real quick. I can't believe I saw Crip walking on TV at an NFL event while we got Colin Kaepernick, who got booted from the league for kneeling. But we got no kneeling, but y'all can Crip walk. And Eminem can kneel. But it's Snoop Dogg. That's fine. But if you're the, if you're in the league, it's like, yeah. It's Snoop Dogg. Y'all can crip walk, but y'all can't kneel. I think he was smoking weed on the side, too. I mean, who wasn't? I, I know, but I'm just saying, you know, it's Snoop. Like, like, whatever Snoop. It's like whatever Snoop does, it's just, eh. I was more embarrassed that Snoop had to, like, duck down to smoke and just, like, look, this is your big grand moment. It's recreational in California. We but all the, do it. But the fact that he did it. Yeah, it's baller. You know, it's just, that's what I said. Whatever Snoop does, you just be like, eh, it's a Snoop. Snoop did it at the White House. I know, that's what I said. It's just, it's just it's Snoop. It's just, you, you just let this, at this point, you just let Snoop do what Snoop does. I would have been more surprised if they're like, Snoop was smoking Reggie. Yeah. It wasn't fire with some straight Reggie. Yeah, he had no problem with it. Um, but, you know, the NFL, you know, it's, it's outside entity, so they can't control outside entity as much. So, you know, they do what they do. It is what it is. So now let's, back to NBA, All-Star Weekend. We're going to be out there in Cleveland. I want to know, you've been to Cleveland several times in your career. Mm -hmm. 
outside of basketball, what is the, your favorite thing you're looking forward to from this All-Star weekend? Hydrating? Okay, that's reasonable. Yeah, I couldn't, I was thinking, there was nothing. Nothing? There was nothing. No function. I know they nothing. canceled all the functions, that's what I'm saying. That's right, it was nothing, there was nothing, there was nothing. It, when Cleveland popped in my head, it was nothing. There was nothing there, it was just all-star and then like, and then nothing. Ugh. Like, I don't know what's around Cleveland. Like, when I played there, and we was there in the playoffs, it was just, like, the hotel and then the arena. So, and then Bron's place. So Joe Kim Noah was, was pretty spot on when he was Spot like, on. What's there to do? There's something that's right by the water. Got something. Brew Dog Brewery. <laughs> they got there, man. I'm looking forward that's to That's where we're going. Like, I, that's some, what I'm saying. Is that a, is that a real place? Is we uh, just made that shit up. An IPA or something. <laughs> we just make that up, you know? I hope we didn't. And remember, visit their website if you're trying to pull up. Announce yourself before you come so we can vet you, do a background check. So it's the only thing that's going on in Cleveland is, say it again? Brew Dog Brewery. Brewery. Okay. Or Crew Dog Crewery, depending on your affiliations and allegiances. <laughs> I could do that now. You're crib walking at the Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. we can say whatever we want. Now, Fubo can't hate. <laughs> but I want to know, who do you think is going to win All-Star Game MVP? We got a lot of guys. Giannis. Okay. You got to go with the guy who's going to play the hardest. <laughs> yeah, Giannis? Yeah, yeah, he's going to play the hardest. You know, it's, he's going to play the hardest. So it's, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you know, his mindset is always go hard or don't even go out there. So, you know, he, he's going to have at least 15 to 20 points just off of just, you know, just first getting lobs here, dunking, running the floor. So he's going to get all those little easy points that nobody pays attention to. And by the time it gets towards the end, you know, now he can play serious and he, he dominates. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my money on him. So I'm gonna go with Trey Young because he's gonna get buckets. Trey's pulling and he's gonna get dimes. No, no, he's gonna pull and get dimes, but you still gotta offensive rebound, defensive rebounds, block shots. You know, you still yeah, for sure. They, they tally up on them big men. Yeah, and that's the thing. If you're a big man, you can go too. Just garbage time, straight yeah. putbacks, prove that field goal percentage, get yeah, easy yeah, buckets. Yeah. What I used to love to do back in the day. Used to love just, all right, y'all go ahead and shoot because I already know your jumpers are questionable. <laughs> I'm just going to get that rebound put it back in. All right, before we end the show, we got to do a What's Eating Gilbert Arenas. So March Madness, right around the corner. We got a heavy Arizona contingent here. I'm not really rolling with. I like y'all when the checks come in. Not really rolling with you guys privately. Squad number three in the country. Y'all smacked us in Mikhail. I think somehow it was racist. I don't know how, but I'm going mm -hmm. to pinpoint it, get Spectre Gadget, <laughs> figure it out. But when you look at this Arizona squad, are you ready to jump? back on the bandwagon. Uh, so you got me right there, because, you know, I talk so much shit about them. Not them, personally, just the hiring of the coach from Gonzaga. Um, You're not rocking with Tommy Lord? I wanted an Arizona alum. Come on. I know. I, I had know? the same so It's, like, it's kind of hard. Like, you rooting for the name. It just, you know, so it's like, it's like trying to, I'm, I'm just gonna be a female here and just be like, you know, um, you hungry? You uh, you need some, uh, a back rub or something? You just gotta try to apologize without saying sorry. For sure. You know, and that's, you know, that's what I gotta do here before I can represent. I gotta try to figure out how to say sorry without saying sorry. You know, it was a good, it was a good hire, but I don't wanna acknowledge it. You know, you, you did good, you know, but I don't, yeah. Look, I didn't, I didn't mean, we, UCLA alum, we wanted Earl Watson when that job came open. Mick Cronin came in right away, endeared himself to the, to the program, got turned up at his crib in Encino. And I was like, I rock with Mick. And from the jump, I was like, look, it's nothing towards Mick. We were just rolling with Earl, but we're going, you're the choice. We're going to ride out with you. And obviously led that squad to a Final Four, you know, very, yeah, very close. Yet. Very, very close to getting to that natty game. You know, it's one of those, if we win a championship, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did it, you yeah. know, one of those. We did it, we did it. It was a, the best hire you could have made. And then, you know, if they don't, then that's when you be like, man, see, I saw you should have hired, you know, Damon Stoudemire, come on. Yeah. You should have. We would have won that championship. I need there. Damon and Salim. Salim just a part of curation, nightlife activities, <laughs> bucket getting, all jumpers, <laughs> all straight heaters. But when you look at that Arizona squad versus Gonzaga, and this is the thing that I think Mark Few gets knocked for, and they beat UCLA early in the season, but... They go play that West Coast Conference schedule, and they get to really just chill out for a good 18 games. Where the Pac-12, I think we got like four teams right now that are that are pretty much a lot mm -hmm. to get in the tourney. 
Tommy Lewis come in, and I got to give it up to him. He got a little swag to it. Not, not much, but enough. It's just a little. To get that ball rolling. Do you think Arizona has a legitimate chance of winning a national championship? I think so. Um, you, know, you know, just like, um, you know, the playoffs in the NBA, you know, um, the tournament in college is all about seeding. You know, you get seated in the right, right division, you have the right opponents, and, you know, some, you know, some teams is just a cakewalk. You know, some teams got to battle. You know, so, you know, we can't really, you know, hatch those eggs just yes, until we see what conference we're in and, you know, what region, who we're playing against. So, you know, you, you try to get back into coaching a little bit, working with younger guys. Arizona got uh, Ben Matherin, who's, for my money, one of the best players in the country, mm -hmm. baller, rocking, rocking the agent zero. Mm -hmm. Reminded me somewhat. He's a little bit taller, but like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was, Six, I'll, seven is a, a, lot, a lot taller. Me and Danny went to the <laughs> game at, at Pauly Pavilion. We were watching him. Like, yo, he had some stuff. They weren't, they weren't on their stuff that game. But I even told Danny, when y'all go back to Arizona, and if they just play, make half these shots, you know, they're going to win the game. But when, are you going to be able to link up with Ben, give him, give him some instruction, some skill, and really get him to that next level? You know, any, any, young, you know, any young talent that, you know, that's looking for, you know, any, you know, any little edge, you know, that's what I do. You know, I had to study the game from a different aspect. You know, I had to look at, you know, angles, you know, um, human behavior, human nature. You know, so I, I see the game a little bit different. Um, you know, it's not black or white or gray. It's just the way I see it. It's my grid. You know, I, I, play, I play the game in a certain grid, you know, that has nothing to do with anybody else, and that's how I was successful, you know. Um, so, you know, if any player that's looking, you know, to, to, to jump in my, my head to see what I see, you know, to help them out a little bit, I'm, I'm willing to do it. So, last question for you. Are we going to see Gilbert Arenas at an Arizona game this year, either at McHale Center or at the Pac-10 Plus 2 tournament? If they make Vegas. it to the championship, I'll go. Okay. I'm going to hold you to that because I no. think it's going to be Arizona UCLA in the championship. No, 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 NCAA Oh, NCAA. You're not, not, that, right. not, You're not hitting that. Vegas for the, the Pac-10 Plus 2? Not that Pac-10, Pac-12. Is it Pac-12? What is it? Ten plus two. Ten plus. And no disrespect to Utah, Colorado, <laughs> but I'm an old salty, get off my lawn type of dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go. Okay, make the I final, mean, if they, we got to do a no trip. I go to Vegas. I go to Vegas. I go to Vegas. I do the Vegas. Final four is in New Orleans too, so if they get out there, we got to do a a no chill out there in Vegas. I, I do Vegas. I do Vegas. At New Orleans' version of the the Brew Dog Brewery, <laughs> where we're going to be at in Cleveland for All Star Week. All right. Well, appreciate you. That was. Another installment of Heat Check, No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. Like we said, meet us up in Cleveland if you're going to be out there. I know a lot of you not. You got two turned up Super Bowl <laughs> week. Not trying to make that trek. Me, I left Freaking Flower Mile and local breweries. So we'll see you out there. Until next time, don't meet us there, beat us there. Beat us there. <laughs> <laughs>